Welcome to this special edition of the Real Deal Podcast, a non-sports edition of the Real Deal Podcast. Because I had to bring in a guest, had to kind of dust her off from rookie the former rookie of the year from the Insecure Season Five Podcast. Queen Queen is back. Yo yo yo! Queen, <laughs> Not Queen <dust> off. <laughs> returns. <laughs> Not me off though. Had to, yeah, no, it's, been, it's been like a year. It's been like a year since you've been on. It ain't been a year. Has been like, yeah, it really has been a year. <laughs> this time, yes, this no time last year we were doing Insecure season five. All right, because the finale was like the finale was, was like December. December. Yes, yes. Dang! Yeah. Wow. That year okay. was like quick, okay. quick, quick year. Quick, quick year. Okay. Forty. You turn 40. Okay, 40 and up. 40 okay. And up. Uh, <laughs> so, we are here, though, to discuss one of the best romantic comedies of, I think, the last 25 to 30 years. It turned 25 uh, this year. Uh, Love, Of course, Love Jones came out in 1997. Um. I remember it was written, directed by Theodore Witcher, written and directed by Theodore Witcher. We'll have a lot. I have a lot on him because he had a very right. interesting career after that. Um, so this is um, when this movie came out, came out in 1997, was not a big, a bunch of big hubbub about it. Um, <laughs> I went, to, went to see this movie with a couple of friends. Uh, one of those being your husband, uh, our, our our friend group, and <laughs> and, uh, and and a couple and a couple of dates. Uh, I don't even know if they were dates. I think they were like I'm just, just throw that in there. <laughs> I don't think they were dates. Oh, I and think now they, I got questions. Okay, <laughs> this is 1997. Now this is 1997. It's a meet up. Is that meet up? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Exactly. I think it was a meet up. I think it's in the movies. I think it. I think it was a meet up. <laughs> I think it was because I don't. We we were not dating these girls, so this was a meetup. So it was a meetup with uh, <laughs> <laughs> that included uh, women and uh, young, not women. We were we were kids. <laughs> they included high school kids. Um, I was eighteen years old when this came out, and walked out the movie theater. It's like, yo, this is a this nice, cool movie, and was blown away, of course, by. What made the movie, and we'll, we'll expect, we, we will talk, I'm sure, extensively on extensively on about this. It was the soundtrack, like immediately, is one of the best. And I'm not saying, this, oh, absolutely, one of the best movie soundtracks ever, like ever. Um, it's not even a question. Like you're talking, Lauren Hill, Diane Ferris, Maxwell, Escape, Tina Broussard, Groove Theory, uh, Coltrane, and uh, uh, John Coltrane. Kenny Lattimore, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Henry, it's a straight Cassandra, through. Listen. Straight Cassandra through. Wilson, Michelle Nadega, yeah. I can't pronounce her name. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally one of the yeah. best soundtracks, movie soundtracks ever. I mean, I'm not hyperbole. No, it's ever. Um, so that that immediately, had, you immediately had to get the soundtrack. Um, and again, this movie spawned you have to remember about this era, right? We talk about the hip hop. There's a marriage between hip hop and movies and soundtracks. Like above, people think about above the rim. You think about that soundtrack, deep cover. Think about that soundtrack with that movie. Uh, this was the gangster era. This was the gangster era. Like we're talking '97, 
coming off the deaths of Tupac and Biggie. Uh, matter of fact, this movie came out a little bit after Biggie was killed. Um, and every t- I mean, all the, mo- the movies that were coming up during that time, Menace to Society, yeah, Boys in the Hood, all these movies had memorable soundtracks for just, just you know, uh, and I don't even like the term anymore. I, I don't think that term has aged well, gangster rap. But that's what it was. Um, this one. I mean, you yeah, had Boomerang, though. Yeah, Boomerang. Boomerang. Yes, that's that so was so the Boomerang, soundtrack now. No, Boomerang was a, a, one of the best soundtracks, too. So, Boomerang, yeah. and I, I, I think this. The only rom com I would put up there with this one would be Boomerang. I think Boomerang is like. I, I think Boomerang is over. I think, I, I'm a rom com person now. Okay. Yes. So you, okay, okay, okay. So you wait have, you have this, you wait to tell. Okay. You this, so you have this over Boomerang? <laughs> what, Love Jones? Yes. You want the soundtrack? Oh, I'm talking about the movie. Oh, the movie. No, I'm talking about the movie. So the soundtrack, yeah. I, I think this is better. No, this soundtrack is better than Boomerang soundtrack. Without question. That's not oh, even totally. close. It's, it's not yeah, even close. Absolutely. It's not even absolutely. close. It's not even close. Sound Boomerang yeah. has about four or five hits on the soundtrack. This one, no, this is not even close. But I was talking about during this time, during this time period, you had mostly uh, it was a lot of like hood movies that came out. Uh, yeah, no, there was, was two kinds of movies that came culture. out. Let's be let's be <laughs> honest. Let's be honest. It was two kinds of movies that were coming out mostly. It was the, the it was the gangster violence hood movie uh-huh. or, or the oppressed hood movie where you had Jada Pinkett trying to get out of her surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> and, start, and start a new life somewhere. That's yeah. that was, that was, that was, yeah, you had the life. conscious movies, yeah, for sure. You had the conscious movies, or the uh, or, or yes, or or the, the couple conscious movies like Higher Learning. Yeah, uh, right, Higher Learning, right, exactly. Or you had the Black Love movies. You're right. Yeah. So I agree. This was different. Like this was you're talking about a photographer getting involved with a a writer. Uh, you're talking about uh, this. It ushered in, and I want to see what your, your thoughts about this as an artist. It ushered in to me the spoken word. I didn't. I wasn't. Talk, I wasn't thinking about spoken word before this came out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The underground. Yeah, that yeah, underground sure. right, right. Yeah, in that club. What's that club named? The Sanctuary. The Sanctuary. Uh, the Sanctuary. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> interesting name for a <laughs> uh, Yeah. Shot in, this was shot in Chicago. Um, great city to shoot. I mean, just some great uh-huh. skylines and, and what have you, and what have you. So, uh, it was a, a very, this movie kind of to me was a uh, a game changer in terms of ushering in that, um, that kind of ushered in even that neo soul sound, to be honest with you. Totally, yeah. The Neo Soul right. sound, the music of the world. This came out the same year as Erica Badu, Badu, Baduism. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw, you know, we saw that the Jill Scott and what have you. So this was a movie. This this movie was definitely a game changer. Um, did you go see this in the theaters or did it uh, cable television? When did you see this movie? I'm going to say I think I probably definitely saw it in the um in the movies. Okay. This is '97. Right. Yeah, I think uh, it was one of those sneak sneak to the movies. Go check it out. Yep. Probably in Union Station. <laughs> gotcha. Shout out to DC. DC. <laughs> um, so the leading, we talk about the uh, the leading characters in this movie. Of course, you had the uh, Rance Tate and Nia uh, Nia Long uh, at the time. You have Nia Long is twenty seven when this comes out. Lorenz Tate is twenty two. 
they they had now these are two characters these are two actors that had been around even up until this point they had been around for a while uh via say uh, as child actors um they went through that that went through that route uh neil long had we had seen her uh she was still relatively new to the big screen um looking at her imb imdb db she uh we had seen her in boys in the hood uh another corny movie with not boys in the hood corny but uh that was corny but uh a ted the ted dancing whoopi goldberg movie that was that oh i just watched that that was it was oh my god it was horrible yeah so good to me but i just want that made in america made in america i'm telling you i'm a rom-com okay i just watched that movie Um, (laughs) so she had they had both they had both and we had of course we had saw she was on god in light um, uh-huh. they, uh, her and Lorenzo, this is Nia Long, right? Nia Long, yeah, Nia Long. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay. So they had uh, this was their first starring movie. This was the first movie where they but I looked at them as co leads. There was no one person. They like they were co leads in this movie. Um, yeah. per se. Um, Lorenz Tate was probably a bigger name at this point. He had been in uh, coming off Old Dog and Menace. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Also, with uh, he had been uh, you know, you saw him all. He was all over television. I was gonna uh, say he was in that show, South, South Central. Central right? Yeah, South yeah, Central. Yeah. And, uh, have been uh, Family Matters. He had a couple episodes of Family Matters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Lorenz State probably was a, a slightly bigger name, but this was his first um mm-hmm. leading role, um, mm-hmm. leading role per se. So you get two fresh relatively fresh actors and i was thinking about it like i i think it was perfect for two relatively new actors to play this these parts i'm not sure if you get like if a, I, i'm not sure like a will smith would have been good in this part mm, you know no 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 uh, that that type of role denzel of course is too old even in 97 denzel was too old he's probably yeah. definitely in his 40s so this was i think that these two actors were perfect perfectly cast for uh this um this role uh for these uh, particular roles um let's talk about the opening shot because i think is when i went back and watched this last night it, the, the the opening the opening shots shot in this movie was incredible so they playing they're playing uh beyond fair is hopeless you have uh and I'm assuming that these photographers, that this was her work in terms of these shots, uh, these photographers, because she was a photographer. So I'm assuming that this was her work. You have a bunch, you have basically the people of Chicago getting, um, taking uh, pictures, photographs of the people of Chicago uh, in black and white. And then you have her daydreaming about a, a, a lost, a past relationship, a relationship that she had just come off with, um, with Marvin, who her ex boyfriend, um, her friend uh, Josie, played by Lisa Nicole Carson, is helping her move out. Uh, what do you th- What do you think about that opening sequence uh, to this movie? Oh, I mean, it sets the tone. Sets the tone for the movie. Um, it definitely sets that, like you said, that neo soul. And <clears throat> neo soul is probably one of my favorite eras of music. So yes, um, that's what really set the tone, I think, for the movie. Um, introducing like <clears throat> um, 
I like you said, I guess this new genre of music, but also highlighting culture, right? So it's setting the tone of, you know, Chicago, um, what, um, I like to think of it as like, uh, what's one of my favorite, um, gosh, hold on. I'm about to get tied up and trying to figure out what it is. But I mean, I, I guess that's my answer is that it just set the tone. Yeah, she um, is clearly at a, uh, a point in her life where she's transitioning. Like, she's moving, um, coming off a relationship, and doesn't kind of is in limbo, so to speak. Uh, kind of doesn't seem like she knows what she's what she wants to. Do. I mean, she wants, she's a photographer, but she's a struggling photographer. But you know, it's like it's like I guess you want it's just like somebody transit somebody coming off a relationship. She transitions. She's trying to figure out what's going to be next. Um, she has the line with Lisa with uh, Josie saying, "You know, the love shit is basically played out like an A track." So you had that <laughs> going on. Uh, Lisa Nicole Carson, our mm. friend, our bit who pl- <laughs> who uh, plays the best friend. How would yeah. you rate? How would you rate her best friend performance? Was she a good best friend in this movie? Oh yeah, for sure, totally. I think she absolutely. Was too. I yeah, think she was too. for sure. So that opening, that opening sequence kind of sets the tone of the movie. Um, we can immediately now jump into. Uh, so let me get. I want to talk about the, the director real quick because he um, and writer because I found it very interesting. His career trajectory which was kind of like uh one and done uh so he directs this and writes it he has this vision um and he mentioned this mentioned this during uh an interview he has a vision of he had got you know he got tired of seeing some of the same type movies and he says hey i want to do something different i want to see uh, i want to see our people in a different light Mm-hmm. Um, he does this, and you look at his uh career, the rest of his career. Not, I mean, it's like he does this in '97. You got body count in '98. Didn't see that one. Uh-uh. <laughs> As a writer, uh, <laughs> games that people play in 2021. Uh, didn't see that one. <laughs> and. He directed the video. Uh, now this one, this one, probably this is probably his second best, biggest uh, uh, piece of uh, accomplishment. He directed the City High video. What would you do? Oh, ah, that's my video. Oh, I like that video. thing. Great, I love, yeah. that, love that song. We love that video. Love that song. But um, I like I'm, when I went back and looked at, I couldn't believe that coming off a movie like this, that there was nothing. Basically, nothing came out of his career after that. Like it was, uh, it was uh, like I was like, you figured that's like, that yeah, he was, that to he have an great. iconic movie, yeah, like that, yeah. But yeah. You know, that's you know, it's Hollywood. Mm. I mean, it so happens, yeah. It does yeah. happen. Um, so yeah, Theodore Theodore Witcher, uh, again, writer director. There was not much there. Um, after uh. After Love Jones, it just it just for whatever reason, you know, we like we've seen this story a million times. We've seen this happen uh, a million times um, in regards to, um, you know, how tough it is in this business. So you had so getting back to the movie before we get to the scenes about some of the movies that 
came before and after Love Jones. So you have Soul Food came out the same year in '97. Mm. Okay. Right? Another great, another excellent cult classic movie about relationships okay. and also family and the idea of the matriarch. And yeah. get great, great movie. Um, that comes out in '97. You had the best man in '99. Neil oh. Longan was in that. Yeah. Mm. You have Brown Sugar in '02. Uh, the Wood in '99. Mm. Basketball comes out in uh, 2000. Mm. You have uh, the Brothers. That was like that. That came out, I believe, in '05. Poetic Justice. So <laughs> you stretching you have, with that one. Uh, what'd you say? You stretch. You stretching with that. Yeah, that that. that, is, that is I mean, I watch it, but, you but it's, it's a no, stretch. No, it was. It definitely was. Uh, there's some of the movies that preceded that came before, like uh, poetic. Like I said, poetic justice, Jason's yeah. lyric, those oh, yeah. type movies. Those type movies. I, I was talking about before that was kind of like that struggle. You know, trying. You know the. You know where you had the uh, the kind of like the oppressed, yeah, black yeah, woman. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, getting the best scenes. Um, uh, again, this was a different flavor. You had two characters who were, uh, you know, kind of who were into the arts, um, falling in love, and just the friendships that they wherever they have that you know you have conversations. I I don't think in nineteen nineteen eighty ninety seven we just did not see this on screen uh-huh. and that's why it stood yeah. out uh stood out so much um let's go on the best scenes because uh, i i can't wait to talk about the friendships that i found that very intriguing about this this whole this 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 dynamic that they had within the, um uh, within this friendship brother to the night the poem with darius and nina <laughs> so setting that up uh they're in the they're in the sanctuary um he goes up there um he goes up there and uh this is after they have a conversation at the bar where she asks him like what do you think about and you know what are you thinking why are you so deep in thought and he talks about he's talking speaking on thinking about a woman that he once knew and um then he goes up there and does the, the blues for Nina poem uh Kills it, and then you have uh, <laughs> you have Wood played by uh, Bill Bellamy doing you know uh-huh. doing Wood doing Wood stuff, being a hater. Uh huh. Uh huh. We'll t- certainly talk more about that. Um, if a dude did that to you in your premarital days, per se, how would that go? <laughs> like, how would you respond to something like that? If you're, I'll put you in Nina. I'll put you in Nina's position. Right, but if she got up and did, and, and, if he got up and did, he a poem, got up and did this poem, yes, based on like using your name, and you know it's like kind of, uh, you know it's geared towards you, you know it's kind of like you know he's trying to make a move on you per se. How would you yeah. respond to that? Well, see, I'm a, a huge romantic, so that is kind of fly to me. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of fly, it's kind of dope if you consider the setting. You know, like. Um, because she got offended by it, right? Like she felt embarrassed or whatever. But like 
Nah, she said, like she, said she was embarrassed. I don't know how how embarrassed. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it was a it was a smooth move. It was know? smooth. Like, that no, was, it definitely that was, was pretty move. smooth, my brother. You know, it was. and it I mean was. that's one of the best smoke, spoken words ever. So yeah, yeah. No, dope, dope spoken word, dope poem. Uh, she was kind of embarrassed, but she wasn't like embarrassed, embarrassed. Like it wasn't. Like, she didn't walk out there. the club. She didn't walk out. Like you know, what I'm saying she didn't walk out. And nah, they, it was a whole flirting situation. Yeah, there. and they spoke after. So yeah, the whole after, initial kind of you know, after play hard to get kind of thing. Right after the uh, poem is over, um, they uh, everybody you know everybody mess. Uh, met up outside, what have you, and she basically, you know, he basically wanted wanted to know what, you know, what she think of the phone, think of the poem, mm-hmm. excuse me, and she wrote love on, you know, there's other things to talk about other than sex, and then she wrote love on his uh, hand. Right. He doesn't mm-hmm. get the number. His friends make fun <laughs> of him, but that, yeah, that is the beginning of the chase per se. Um, so he's off to it, you know, and he kind of, you know. His friends kind of mess with him after that, in regards to uh, him not uh, getting her number. Um, <laughs> he basically said, "He says he's like y'all just mad because somebody approached me." But he he was he was he was somewhat embarrassed that he didn't. Get, he I'm sure he expected to get her number uh, uh-huh. and her to respond differently. Um, but after that, Paul, I'm sure he's he. I mean, again, and you, you remember this was the bill about the the bill about me hate. Uh, was like girls don't see that cool shit coming a mile away. So I'm sure he's done this before and it's <laughs> and it's worked uh to to uh and it's worked in his favor. Um so but again she's coming off a relationship. She is more than meets the eye. She's not you know she's clearly not no girl that's gonna give it up easy. It's not on that tip. Um so she made it work. Uh let's go to Marvin and Nina. Uh so they're well in the relationship at this point, right? He's done the whole go going by her place. As a matter of fact, let's deal with that. So he <laughs> let's deal, yeah, even before that, let's deal with that. So he gets her number and her address from a check that she wrote. She goes to this record store, which uh his homegirl Sheila worked mm-hmm. at. He um she writes a check for uh, some music. Um he gets the number and the address from the check. Sheila gives it. First of all, Sheila gives it to him. So, you know, I guess that's a, that's a good friend. That's a good friend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Sheila, good move by Sheila, uh, being a team player. She gives him the, uh, he, so he has a number and a check. He has a number and, a, uh, and the address. He goes by her place. She lets him in. Um, They talk. And then they, uh, they that's when they, they that's when they uh, connect in terms of making their first date, having their first date. Um, if you if you are her, and a dude knocks on your door after doing something like that, I would have to think you would be that. The, 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 would the romance go out the window? Somebody got I mean, your it's a little crazy. It's a little that's crazy. a little, little creepy. It's right? Little little creep. Creepy. Yeah, a little creepish. Yeah, totally. But this is where the the rom the romantic the romanticism comes in. So and it's a movie. Yes. But yeah, I mean it's it's a little creepy, a little creepish. Um and I mean, you know. Yeah. 
I see this is where nineteen ninety seven comes in. I don't think this yeah. I think in twenty twenty two you probably get some Absolutely called on you. No. You yeah. Might, yeah. You get a stun gun. Something. <laughs> you get, yeah, you might you might get a real gun actually, actually nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is where yeah, this is nineteen ninety seven. This is like yeah, this is it's a different era. So, you know, I, I think that she was initially surprised and shocked, but ultimately I do think even in that scene, uh, where she because she didn't have to let him in. If you yeah. She didn't have to she she yeah. like, like you trying to come in. She did not have to let him in. And but she does let him in. They go on they go on a date. And and, and the rest was the rest was the rest on um uh, as they uh they connect, they hook up on that first on that first date. So let let's mm-hmm. get to Marvin and Nina. So Marvin played by Khalil Kane. And I remember when they, when Khalil, when Khalil, when Khalil Kane came on the screen, <laughs> girls started yelling in the theater like loud. Mad <laughs> corny. <laughs> it was loud. I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, I was like that's that's Raheem. Chill out. <laughs> Not Raheem. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. That's the last no, up until that point I hadn't seen him since. I hadn't seen him since uh Juice. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, "Yo, Raheem, Raheem lives." So that's funny. They, uh, <laughs> so they, um, so he comes by, and so he comes by her, her her place of work, what have you, um, and says, "Look, you know, here's a here's a train ticket from New York. T- train ticket to New York. I want to see you." Da-da-da. And you know, she's basically taking her back, but she does take the ticket. And not only does she take the ticket, she gets advice from Josie. This now, this is they are mm. her, her and uh, there is a well into the relationship at this point. Like they, they mm-hmm. are, they're all in. They're dating. Mm-hmm. They are together. Maybe not together, together, but at this point, they have they're in the beginning. They're, 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 date. yeah. they're dating. Yeah, they're dating. Yeah, they're dating. Mutual understanding. Yeah, mutual understanding. Um, she takes the plane, not the plane ticket, the train ticket from uh Marvin. And she gets advice from Josie to go up there because, to, first of all, she gets advice from Josie to say, see, let's see how Darius responds. If he, if he plays the cool role, if he plays the cool, then go right. up there. Right. Now, that's playing games. That's playing games. Yeah, that's, but yeah. that's walking up very fine. And she got, we will yeah. talk later, she got burnt for that. If he plays yeah. cool, go up there. If not, if he trips, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you go, you yeah. got him. So yeah, yeah, she yeah. goes there. She goes, she, she takes Josie's advice. Josie's advice her and uh, Darius have a conversation. She says, oh, by the way, she did not have to tell him because she met, mind you, she is a photographer. She says, hey, I got a couple contacts in New York. Right, right. All, that's all she had to say. She wanted to be honest. Yeah. But she went, she right. She's like, look, I care about you. Um, I want to uh, care. The only reason I'm telling you this is because I care about you. I got some unfinished mm-hmm. business and he immediately makes a connection. Oh, it must be some dude. Uh, right. And he says, you know, basically gives her the go ahead without he plays it cool. He plays yeah. it cool and she goes. Uh she goes up there and immediately it's a it's a disaster with Marvin as we right. think it probably would be because they're not together in the first place. Uh sure. Marvin loses it over some toasted some cinnamon toasted oats. Which, toasted oats. Toasted oats. <laughs> which you know, fellas, fellas. I I I, I mean, I, is it like is cinnamon toasted oats it's like some toasted oats? Oh my goodness. <laughs> he comes he comes home from a long day of work. They both had long days of work. She's basically got, you know, she's basically uh told that her work is not slick enough. 
uh, by a white man. Um, so she's had a long day. He's had a long day, blah, blah, blah. They're not a couple, mind you, but he's acting like they're a couple again. And he snaps over some toasted oats. And then he wakes up the next, next morning with a ring on his finger and she's mm-hmm. long gone. What What are your thoughts on the whole Marvin situation? Bad advice by Josie. What What do you think? You know, I mean, here's my question. Because how old were they supposed to be in the movie? Because they presented very mature. They, right? they I would not guess. I'm, that's a great. That's a great point that you bring up. Because when I first saw this movie, I would have guessed that they were like mid twenties to early thirties. Thirties, right? Yeah, really thirties. Exactly. I would lean towards thirties to be honest. Yeah, with you. yeah. I didn't I, know that I, they I were that they young. Like very they, mature. They, they right. were. Yeah, I didn't know. So that they were that I young. think what happened was that was. I mean, that's what I think happens when you're younger, right? When you're younger and you think that you're handling business correctly, you know, like I. My, her and Marvin's relationship, there was nothing in the movie that gave away that she needed to stay or not stay, that she even needed to like go back and see what was up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like there was nothing that gave anything toward that. So it clearly it was just that she's just in this state of confusion about everything in her life. And um, be, yeah, because like didn't Darius do something? That triggered her to want to go back. I can't remember. No, no, no. That didn't. This happen. was this okay, was basically yeah. this was this was surely off the advice from Josie. She followed that to a T. Oh said, no, that's what it was. She, she said, if he plays it, Nina, said, if, he, if he plays it cool, go. If he trips, stay. You know, you got. So it. Nina, right? Nina at first expressed to Josie. I remember she was just basically like. I ain't trying to fall for this dude. I'm catching feelings for him. I don't know if I'm ready for that. And that's when Josie, the friend, chimes in. She's like, well, you know, go see if it's still something there. And, you know, poor advice, Josie, poor advice. But, yeah. So, again, I think it's just, again, stupid thinking at at, at, a, at a, when it comes to, like, I mean, you can say it's playing games, but it was just like not you. You just didn't take this out, sis. She also said uh, during that conversation with Josie when they were in the cab um, that she, because um, remember, this is the scene also too that they had the the, the they had the um, that she told Josie that her and uh, Darius had sex. So this is in that Correct. Scene, that, that same scene. Um, she also said, I need to know if I still love him. So she was kind of, I think, right. part of her right. was still curious. Yeah. Part of her was still kind of curious. I remember, and remember, the opening scene of the movie is her basically daydreaming about that relationship. So clearly mm. there still mm-hmm. was something. It wasn't all the way done in her mind from that standpoint. She hadn't completely closed the door. It was done, but she hadn't closed the door. I'll put that to you. That Correct. Way. Relationship was done Correct. like that. That mm-hmm. relationship didn't have a chance. Yeah, uh, when, when you when my man snapped over the the toasted oats. Toasted oats. Oh <laughs> man, like you tripping? I'm going. Toasted oats. 
I'm going to get, I'm going out to give me some motherfucking toast. Yeah. That was the funny part. Yeah. It was like seven, it was like yeah. nighttime. I'm like, yo, brother. I'm going to get these toast. What are these toast? Yeah. How good are these toast? Like, How good are these toast? Yeah. Oh, you going out? You going out to get some toast? <laughs> toast? <laughs> at, at, at seven o'clock and whatever in the evening. <laughs> oh, man. So that was, that was that. Um, that relationship was done. Uh, now, every action has a reaction because while she was up there, Darius was moving and shaking. Uh, Darius, yeah. he uh, meets this girl named Lisa uh, mm-hmm. at a bar. They have sex, mm-hmm. and you know he, you know he's back in the old. He's back in the old, you know, player days. He's back in his player days. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she misses a lot. That she misses. Uh, she missed that. That was the that that happened. That's that happened squarely because she left. That yeah, probably, totally. does, probably does not happen. But see, he also still played the game too, because he was like, "No, nah, I'm cold. I'm cold." When yeah. she told him, right? Yeah. He went, "No, nah, I'm good." See, all he had to do was say he wasn't good. He wasn't cool with it. He him. did. No, he did. He played it. Yeah, they both. They both got. They both got. They both got burnt themselves. They both. It was. This was a self-inflicted wound for both of them. And that's when that's this. And that's the epitome of great writing when there's no. When there's no black and white, there's a gray area. Because I can like I can make a case for him, I can make a case for her. In this case, right. they both they both you can make a case that they both were wrong from that standpoint. Right. Um so when she comes back, uh she goes back immediately, she goes back to the club to see him. He wasn't there. But Hollywood, Hollywood <laughs> comes into the play. So this brother. This dude, so when she went back to the club. The sanctuary, uh, and you know, Josie's like, it's dead in here. It was dead in here that night, and then Josie's like, not one cutie, and they they're on their way out. Uh, she says, you know, Nina says, I got a long day tomorrow, so they leave, and the Hollywood comes out. Was like, yo, I give y'all a ride in his hearst. <laughs> Dude got a hearst. It was not a working hearse, but a hearse, uh-uh. which was hilarious. Bill Bill Bellamy in this movie was was great. He was oh, he was great. <laughs> and it was he wasn't in there that long, but for the time, the the, totally. the, the scenes that he was in, he made them count. So uh-huh. I didn't even at the time like so. During, so he tries to give them a ride. They say no, laugh at him, uh, kind of make fun of him a little bit. I thought it was. I thought they were making fun uh-huh. of him, but uh-huh. but. Uh, Josie again. Jo- Josie is about to be over two because she advises Nina. <laughs> she advises she sure Nina does. to date, yeah. to go out with Wood. Yeah. So she says. Yeah. She says. Um, you know, Darius's old news. No, she's now. She said Marvin is old news, but Wood. Mm-hmm. And then she and then Nina says, "I'll call." You know, you came in to see. You know who? She says, "You know, I'll call tomorrow." So she put that off. And then, and then now you have uh, Josie saying, "Hey, Wood is available. What's up?" Right. Remember, remember, you remember in that scene as well. Nina tried to hook up Wood and Josie. Josie, yeah, like, nah. yeah. Josie's like, nah, yeah. I'm good." Yeah. So yeah. that put the, she put that thought into uh, Nina's head. Like I said, at this point, Josie was over two in terms of the advice. <laughs> did yep. you take that? Did you take that serious when did you when you first saw the movie? And you say that, and you saw that. Uh, did you ever think something was going to come about between Hollywood and Nina? 
I didn't see it coming. No, not at all. No, not at all. I didn't. We'll get to not that. We'll all. get to that part. But I didn't. I did not see that. That kind of that. First that, of all, it was that grimy. But yeah, no. No, we'll talk about all. that. No, it, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this. There's, there's plenty of blame to go around for, for, with that situation. Darius yeah. and Savon. So Savon, of course, played by Isaiah Washington. <laughs> this is Isaiah. No, Isaiah Washington. At this point, uh, he was starting to make moves. Like this was before Grey's Anatomy, uh, but he was starting. To, he would be in out of sight the following year. This was like yeah. one of his. Like he was starting to really. Uh, like this is one of his things that kind of that kind of catapulted him into. Into stardom uh-huh. before he uh-huh. before he jacked through it all away on that with the Grey's Anatomy situation. Um, Isaiah Watts, he's good in this role. He's good in this movie because he he's you know he's a married. He has you know smart dude. He's uh-huh. his best friend. So they're shooting pool, and there are a couple scenes with them, but this one particularly stands out. This is when uh, Nina had left. Right, uh-huh. this is when Nina had Nina had gone, and he was pissed, but he didn't let her know he was pissed. Yeah. So he, he had to let somebody. Know. He had to he had to blow off steam somehow, away, some way. So he about so he tells Savon like, "Look, if dude was handling his business, then why am I hitting it?" And so uh-huh. on and so on. And he's talking all this shit. Da, 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 da. And uh-huh. Savon was like, "Brother, what's the point?" He's like, I don't know. Right. What the point is. But then he says, "But then he then he's real with him. He tries to he's vulnerable." And then tries to pull back. He says, "You know, it wouldn't be so bad if I didn't think she was the one." And, he was, and then yeah. Savon almost chokes on whatever drink he's had and says, "What, yeah. what, what do you mean, like, yo, the the one?" Because remember, he's I'm sure he's he's known this dude for a while now. He's watched him, you know, right. run around with all these women and you know go in and out of relationships left and right. And like, even there was a right. scene where he says, "You haven't been in a relationship longer than six months ever in your life." <laughs> <laughs> so. He uh again Darius tries at that point is trying to uh he plays it off. First of all, he plays it off like he's not like he like he says, I got you. I thought I thought I got you. He said, I don't he said I don't get caught. He said basically I don't get trapped. I don't get trapped. I hit and I run like a thief in the night. And he said, hmm. Let me check your wallet. It must have saved bad motherfucker in it. <laughs> but Savon <laughs> Savon knows he's Savon is smart. Savon knows he's full of shit. Yeah, uh, and they, so when Darius walks away, you can see the actual what he's actually feeling. Like, yeah, she he thought that she was the one, and he's hurt. He, you know, she hurt him by leaving by going to see that dude. Um, so Savon knows it. Darius knows it. Darius tries to play it off. What do you think about what? What were your thoughts on that scene? Uh, we talking about. I'm trying to picture this thing that you're talking about. So when he tells her, when he tells not her, when he tells Savon, when he's upset that she went to New this York. This is when they're at the table, right? Yes. No, this wasn't the pool. I I, I confused the scene. This was not the pool scene. This was not the pool scene was when he told after they had sex. Yeah, not when he's talking with Darius. Yes. This is this is at the table when Savon and Darius are talking. They're having a drink. Yeah. Not at the pool. Oh, this is not too. the pool. Got scene. it, got it, got it, got it. But wait a minute. Hold on. Cause I might be today years old when I find this out. They didn't do it though. They didn't have sex. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Wood and Nina. No, 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 no. Oh, he's upset. Darius was upset that Nina. Oh, went to Darius New York. is correct. Got it. Yes. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. This is when Darius this is before. Is he just, okay. This is before Wood. This, this, he didn't even know about Hollywood at this point. Correct. 
So, oh, okay. Very good. Very good. And this is Savon basically trying to tell him. Yes. Okay. I mean, you look at him as like a big brother, you know, like, or like a, 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 the, the more, you know, now see, it's more complicated because he got a mess going on at home with his wife. Okay. But yes. he was married. Yes. But Correct. But I mean, again, it's like a Josie and Anita. You have a friend. You, it's always that's where it's always good to have a friend that can go there with you. You know, that can really tell you, you know, where you're wrong in your thinking, or you know, um, kind of just be that other perspective for you. So I respect it. But again, he has some mess going on in his house. Yes. So and that's what he's like. If anybody else got something to say, they could step. step. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. They could step. Step with that hand. Do I love step. my wife? Yes. Is she here? No. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so at this point, uh, just before you even get to Wood, Darius, and Sheila at the uh, sanctuary, uh, let's go to um, let's go to Wood and Nina. So, Wood comes into her place of work. Uh, where you know, take, uh, she's, she's taking pictures. He comes in, was like, "Look, you know, I want you. I'm just, I just take pictures of me. I want photographs. I want Polaroids. I want all of it, all of that. If you mm-hmm. give me, you know, for one dinner." And she's like, "All right, I would. You know, the Billy D mm-hmm. thing is a little played out, but you get ten cool points mm-hmm. for trying. Mm-hmm. But you know, he convinced her. He's like, "Look, I'm serious. You know, I'm into you. I'm serious." She says one dinner, like just one dinner. So they go to dinner. One dinner. And uh, listen, look, I listen. <laughs> my uncle told me a long time ago, rest in peace, said, it don't matter how you look. If you're funny or can sing, you can pull a woman. So <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bellamy was hilarious. Would would despite his pers- really. despite right. his personality yeah. defects, and he had he had a few, we'll see. He was uh-huh. funny. He was funny, so yeah. he was funny, and 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 he was he was he was funny and charismatic. Like he he was a guy. He was, yeah. he was the guy that cracked jokes. He yeah. and and mind you, Nina is weak at this point. Like she doesn't know what the right is going. On. So he took advantage of her, and he caught her at a perfect time from the standpoint of seeing. Uh-huh. Like she she wouldn't look at a dude like Wood prior. I right. Think, her right her right state of mind. Right. Um, I think, but he caught her at the perfect time. She's. And you know he cracks the jokes at the <laughs> at the at the dinner about the girls. The lady asking what type of underwear she was wearing. She said uh, she w- she said she wore bloomers, which I I would never believe that Neil. Oh yeah, that twenty two year old Neil Long or third twenty seven year old Neil Long. I believe it. <laughs> you said you believed it. Yeah, sure. Uh, Y'all know women, okay? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. A nice, yep, a nice bloomer. So she gets right. She says, uh, <laughs> she says she was wearing blue. She says she wore bloomers. He cracks a joke about it. They hit it off. Next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, so Wood is like the man now. So this, no, let's see. So let's go to the, the Darius Wood Sheila scene. So Wood, so Darius finds out about Wood through, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Savan told him. So Savan right. was like, uh-huh. you know, welcome back. Not welcome back. Uh, he's working on his book. He said, "Your girl. I heard your girl in town is back in town, and uh-huh. you know, he's like, she's not my girl." She said, uh, uh, "You know." Then he told him about off screen. He told him about that Wood and Nina were dating. So 
Wood comes into the sanctuary like a celebrity, hugging everybody, got the good sunglasses on. Shula <laughs> and Shula, <laughs> it was hilarious. I guess Bill Bellamy mm-hmm. was great in this movie. Yeah. Sheila and, and Darius are sitting at the table. She was like, yo, you know, I heard about Wood and Nina. You know, be cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, I'm good. Uh, so they have this back and forth, Wood and Darius, about Nina. And basically he says, you know, working a late shift. Yeah, I used to work the hell out of it. Hell of it. Hell of it. Hell of it, yeah. And they go, back, they go back and forth. Somebody pages Wood. And, you know, he says, uh, you know, he says, oh, hey, when that happens. So they go back and forth. Um, Darius leaves uh, angrily or annoyed. I didn't say angry, but annoyed. And Sheila chastises Wood about that's what Nina says, so it's your turn to hit the skins. And she and Wood's like, no, I really like this girl. We had dinner, we kicked it, um, <laughs> so on and so on. So now we have a situation where you have Neil Neil Long has single handedly basically broke up part of a crew <laughs> 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 in, in about in about six weeks. So let's I, I'll let, I know you're going to break this down once we get through the, the, the Wood and Nina at the Sheila's party. So they're, they're dating, right? Wood and Nina uh-huh. are dating. They're going, they have, they're going date, they're dating, at, they're going at it. Not going at it, but they're dating. Um, He takes her out. Now, at the same time, they're, they're, Sheila's <laughs> having this party. Now, I have to set this party up because there, there was a lot going on in this party. First, uh-huh. so even before that, we got to go back to, you mentioned this earlier, Savon and his wife are on the outs. Something All happened. Right. He said, we, if we save money, we wouldn't, be in, we wouldn't be in this shit. So, you know, they're all saying no romance without finance. Maybe that took, came to play. Whatever. She leaves him. Uh, she takes, she, she, they have a son together, uh, Troy, um, who had no words in the boy, but whatever. At all. <laughs> he was just silent. He's got his head padded. Uh, uh, so they leave. She trakes she trakes uh the, the son with him. So he's in a bad spot right now, separated from his wife and his son. Uh-huh. So he comes to the party, Savon, mind you, with a professor. He I believe he was a I think that he was a professor at a school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a professor at a college. So uh-huh. I think it was this this was the good he comes in the, the party with this girl named, and I'll look it up. Uh Tracy Powell. So he comes to the party with a girl named uh, Tracy Powell. Um, and Sheila gives him this look like, nigga, you, why, <laughs> what? And then she just, he, How looks, dare you? he was like, he just walks, they just walk in, what have you. So that, that I had to, I had to really, that's very important considering yeah. how they treat Hollywood at the end of this particular scene. So Wood comes in. Uh. With uh, Wood tells Nina. Nina does. Nina. Nina is blindsided, per se. Oh, she has no idea that Darius is going to be at this party. But no. So hold on, no, no, hold on, hold on, no, hold on. Okay, 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 we'll okay. Get to it. I know, I know where you're going because I actually <laughs> probably agree. We're probably on the same page. So Wood, Wood, so Nina was supposedly blindsided. She shouldn't have been blindsided. But Wood tells her, "Look, I'm going to. I'm taking you to the set. Couple of friends, chill, cool, whatever, whatever." Uh-huh. They, so mind you, all the friends are at this party. All the friends are at this party, including Darius. He was one of the friends. And 
they walk in and Nina immediately, you can see the body language looks just like dumbfounded, like a deer in headlights. Uh, oh. She immediately goes to the bathroom. They chastise Wood, um, saying, you are so foul. Uh, they, um, all her friends just jump on Wood. And then um, Darius, you know, sees, uh, sees Nina. Nina comes back and tells Wood, once she sees Darius, once she sees Darius at the party, that changed the whole, her whole, you know, by, you know, that, that changed her whole vibe. She says, hey, take me, uh, I, I need to speak to you outside. Um, talking to Hollywood. Hollywood comes outside with her. She says, um, take me home right now. And then they get into it. And he's like, look, you couldn't. You can't tell me that you didn't know that he was going to be at this party, and mm-hmm. and then she she at this point she she's not even trying to hear it. Uh, you embarrassed. She said you embarrassed the shit out of me. So on and so on. Are you going to take me home or not? And then he had that famous line. Hell no. Walk. Yeah, right. Walk. <laughs> Walk. This is a, <laughs> which, which was which was the worst. Which was the worst thing he did. By the way, that that was some fuck Absolutely. Bullshit. You can't do that. But other than that, yeah. I gotta defend Hollywood here. Uh, so he goes, he comes back in the uh, spot. They like, yo, they already didn't chastise them. Like you, uh, Darius bumps him, saying you left a, yeah. you left a, you left a black woman out at night, so on and so on. Uh, and Schiller says, I have nothing to say from you, nothing to say say to you. And after that, after that, we saw De- uh, Hollywood one time looking stupid during a, a musical yeah. montage, uh, looking stupid, yeah. stupid and lonely. Um, yeah. So here's here's the thing about this situation, and here's mm-hmm. what like life brings you perspective. I'm glad this is what I love about watching a movie from year about reviewing a movie years ago in terms of how your perspective. Uh-huh. At totally. the time, I was really, I was like, damn, what that's foul and da 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 and da da. But I'm like, yo, no, Nina, you mess with two dudes in the same crew. First of all, this, there was a whole. The whole thing was full of full, full of hypocrisy. Like uh-huh. I'm, I'm damn sure not gonna be judged by a dude who brings another girl to a party who, when you married, that's number one. Right, Savon, you married? You come? You you coming at me, brother? You brought right. to a party who's not even your wife? So I'm getting criticized right. by you. And then Nina, <laughs> Nina messing messing with two dudes in the same crew, which was foul. So I think yeah. I think Wood took besides the fact that leaving Nina in, in the middle of the night. It, it, that was foul, but I, I think Hollywood's character took a lot of heat, unnecessary heat. When I think half the problem was Nina. To be honest with you, what were your thoughts? You think half the what was half the problem? What Nina was half the problem in terms of that situation. Like in terms of she's dating, yeah. she's dating like, those dudes yeah. basically at the same like, not at the same time, but she messing with two dudes in the same crew. Which I know you as a woman, that's that that's against girl code, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not even that wasn't even a girl code thing. That was a guy code thing because it was really wooding um, Darius that were home homeboys. So that was messed up in wood. But she was just grimy because, like, come on, that's his, that's his boy, and you know that, and you knew that he was there was a high probable chance that he would be at this party. Like, so don't play stupid. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, so you made me think about something. Both Wood and Nina had very, had, like, bad ulterior motives. Like, Wood knew Darius was going to be at the party. So he 
Yeah. He was. He that's why like, he did that. He yeah. did it. He did it. Be like, yeah, I'm dating your girl. What? That's what that was about. Yeah. And Nina, just even if she didn't think Daz was gonna be at that party, you're still dating his boy. Yeah. You're still yeah. dating his boy. Um. So. Wood goes, not Wood, but uh, Darius goes and uh, chases Nina down. She, they have a conversation. He waits for, waits for her to get a cab. He says, "All I want to do is basically see, you know, get home safe." It was the middle of the night, uh, and then she, they get into an argument before she gets into the cab, where he uh-huh. criticizes her for going to New York, and criticizes her for messing around with, uh, with of course Hollywood, and then she comes back at him. With um, you know, say, she comes back at him with what I'm talking about. No, with the girl, not only with Lisa, he comes back at him with Lisa, but she also says, You act like you didn't didn't care when I went to went, went to New York to see Marvin. But that that was lightweight. The part the, the the part that she came back with that she you know was able to hit him with was what about Lisa? And then he had he didn't even forgot about it. He's like, Well, I don't know you what you're talking know about. What I'm- talking about yeah and then as she pulls <laughs> off he's like oh yeah then he, it comes to my yeah it comes to his head like yeah lisa so uh-huh. you had that going on um uh, that follows the wood nina sheila part at the party that follows the party scene um they end up getting before we get to the darius nina breakup they of course they got back together uh they started going dating dating again going hard like they so when they start, they start as they start dating. She starts taking on, and I, I'm, they, and this was great acting by Neil Long. She starts taking on his characteristics. She's wearing a hat backwards. She's smoking, uh, drinking a lot, drinking more. Did you notice that over the course of the movie? What that she started drinking? Yeah, that she started totally. and smoking and smoking oh, and too. Smoking, yeah. That they uh, that she started taking on his characteristics in terms of from that standpoint as they. Because she moved in with him. That's eventually she moved in to his place. Now, mind you, she's he's in the midst of writing a book. A lot of pressure, of course, as a you know, you you're married to a writer. Uh what right. comes with that. And he's he's in the midst. This is like his big this could be his big break. So um we could probably we could have probably predicted that they were gonna break up again. <laughs> um Yeah. So they they're they're in the parts of the relationship where their full blown relationship. They uh go into the sanctuary. They uh they you know they're deep into it. And then all uh-huh. of a sudden, um she it's kind of almost it's almost like he got it's almost like he got bored with her or started taking her for granted. Cause she's like Yeah, I don't know what that was. I, I that transition was weird. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. Then, so yeah. he he's typing, and she's like, "You want a beer?" And he blows her off. Yeah. And then they get into this conversation. Um, and then he he reverses. He does a reverse on her. Like early, so early in the movie, she takes pictures of him. They have sex. He's like, "This is my personal collection." She's taking pictures of him. She has him take his clothes off. Um, she, she she was like, "This is my personal co- uh, collection." So he he does a reverse on her. He got he grabs her camera and takes starts taking pictures pictures of her. She's like, "Stop mm-hmm. playing." She's smoking, whatever, whatever. And he's like, "What? You don't trust me?" And then she says, "No, I don't." Uh-huh. 
and then that just spills out to yeah. And all the all you know, it's the gloves are off at this point. Yeah. Uh, she says, "You give me no reassurances. You're getting five a.m. phone calls from the girl Lisa. You still have her number on the the refrigerator, which to me was crazy. I'm like, yo, dude, y'all, you still got the girl number? You still got your You're wild, sir. Ooh, you wild for that? <laughs> I'm like, you can't at least hide the number. At least, like when he when he first when he first let her in the uh his house in the, earlier in the earlier in the movie, he put he was, it was a girl's picture. That he put he was at least smart enough to put that down so she couldn't see. Oh, right. You yeah. remember that? So, yep. but this one, this was like this. Why? That's why I said to you earlier in the scene. I thought he eventually. I thought he started taking her, started taking her for granted and getting bored with her, because he was just doing whatever. Like from that standpoint. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think when that transition happened. What I really think is that he, like a dude, <laughs> got back in his feelings. About because they kind of brushed over that wood thing, you know what I mean? They did, and I yeah, feel like in, in many relationships, the men, you know, I've been in this for oh, a minute, so but men hold I'm on glad, to things a little bit I'm, longer. I'm glad you <laughs> brought that up because she, so he is writing, okay, he's almost done the book at this point, he's in the, like the stretch uh, run, he's writing, uh, and she brings up wood. She's like, Do you think I slept with wood? That's what triggered the argument. She's like, do you right. think I said with wood? He was like, I know. He said, I learned a long time ago not to answer, not to ask questions that I didn't want the answer to. Correct. And then that triggers off a whole. Uh, then she says she did. She she admits that she didn't. And then that triggers off the whole the argument where it, eventually he takes her camera and starts trying to take pictures of her. And then she says she doesn't trust him. And then you know he brings up, uh, she brings up uh, Lisa. And what have you, and then they like that. Then that 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 was like there up until the end of the movie. Of course, that was that like the the nail in the coffin as far as their breakup. Correct. Uh, where seemed like in that breakup that she clearly she clearly was more bothered by it than he was seemingly was. Um, she was like, uh, you know, I'll collect the rest of my things later. He's like, you know, close my door when you leave. And what have you? He tried again. Try to he try. I mean, he tries to play it cool again. Uh, so they break up. Uh, what did you think about their their, their breakup? Uh, again, I think given how they got back together, given how they got back together, it was just it's kind of like the the tell all for relationships, like where communication is really key. Like they really didn't talk through that whole situation, you know, of his feelings of her, her going to see Marvin and, you know, how she felt like he didn't, you know, we didn't see that. We didn't see them really communicate about, and I guess, you know, it's a movie and it's a romantic movie. So ain't nobody, don't nobody really want to see that. But I think it's just a, it was an example of how, when you don't have that communication, these things kind of fester up, you know, and they, they explode. So, there you go. And um and and there was still remember Lisa was still calling him. Yes. So it was At still five like this whole, Yeah, it was still kind of this like immaturity in the relationship where neither one of them trust each other. Or trust each other to a point. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, well to trust is trust. Trust is you know, yeah. trust. Is, trust is trust. So uh, they break up. Um, 
he gets his book published, of course, um, completed. They, uh, she has some, uh, she goes to New York. She's on her way for an interview to New York. Um, he gets a phone call from Josie. This is probably, probably the, this is probably the best thing Josie did in the whole movie. Uh, she calls Darius. Uh, they're chilling with some friends, uh, with the, with the crew minus Wood, of course, at his place, uh-huh. um, shooting the shit. Um, and she lets him know, Josie lets him know that Wood, excuse me, that uh, Dina's on a train to New York, maybe, uh, uh-huh. maybe catch up with her. He put, you know, he plays it off like whatever, whatever. And uh, he ends up going to try to catch her and he does, he barely misses her. She doesn't, he makes the train, but she doesn't see him. And, uh-huh. and we fast forward uh, to, um, well, he has, he celebrates the book being published with Saban. So uh-huh. Court, Saban, we do a montage that got, has gotten back together with his wife. If you were, you know, wonder uh-huh. at home. <laughs> Uh, so they um they celebrate that, and Savon jokes with him about uh you know I would have paid money to see you chasing the train, uh running after a train. Uh, so then we fast forward a year later. Nina now is is doing stuff with Vibe. She's highly successful. His book has published. Um, they uh meet up again at. They spy each other again at the sanctuary. She comes into the sanctuary. He uh, at first was not there. She reads one uh, a poem, a poem by uh, this famous poet Sanchez, uh-huh. um, "Color of Night," I believe it was the name of the poem. Yeah. She reads that for the spoken word. It was her first time. She gets introduced by his boy Eddie. Who I think uh, was <laughs> probably one of the uh, guy like who was one of the, not only one of his friends but one of the people that worked at the spot. Uh, yeah. So he uh, she reads that poem and then throws away her journal and then he spots her um, in the rain. This was a very clicheish rom rom. Gotta love it. Gotta, Gotta love it. it. Gotta love it. Um, in the rain, and then they he basically tells her he loves her. I want to be with you. That's urgent, like a motherfucker. Like she's she's in the she's of course in New York. He's like, I don't care. I'm gonna we'll make it work. So on, so on. Uh Um, and then they kiss, and then there you go. Uh, what do you think about the makeup scene? That ending. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yes. And I love that it was kind of like open because we're going to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, this love that I have for you just won't go away regardless of whatever, you know, is going on. We're just going to figure it out, yep. you know, so it leaves it kind of open. But yeah. Think about thing I love about this movie before we get into the deep dive. It had every cliche known to man. I mean, you got Darius Love Hall. He got a motorcycle riding and coming out the smoke. Uh, oh. You know, the just how they got make up the breakup. But I was here for it. I was here for mm-hmm. it. It was not mm-hmm. even though it was cliche. Even though it was cliches, it wasn't corny. And to your point about yeah. the makeup scene, that makeup scene was not cheesy. It was like we we'll figure it out. It doesn't mean it's gonna work, but we'll try. To figure, we're gonna try. 
You know what I'm saying? That wasn't like, yeah. that wasn't riding to the sunset type stuff. I felt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's deep dive this friendship because I, 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 this was one of my main reasons for doing this podcast when I started thinking about this. So, you have these. How many was it? It was. Let me see. One, two, three. Let me. One, two, three, four, five. So it's five of them. Okay, five of them. Uh-huh. Wood, Darius, Savon, Sheila, Eddie. Okay. Okay. Five is important. Very important number. Very important. There were like uh, pockets within that group. Now I'm gonna explain. What uh-huh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna flush this out. Savon and Eddie, not Savon and Eddie. Savon and Darius, tight as a drum. They were they, that. They that was the, the number one friendship out of out out of this crew. They were tight, big brother, little brother. I'm the married dude with the kid advising you, you know, so on and so on. So they were tight, right? Mm-hmm. Savon in Hollywood, eh, eh. Oh, no, nah, yeah, no. They no. wasn't, they were, he was. I don't even he, know how. He was, I don't even he, know he how. He was criticized Hollywood, he was like, yo, you need a visa and a breath mitt to get women. So they're not tight, okay? Hollywood, Schiller, tight. She was, they were, they would kind of remind me like a brother, sister. Like that chastise each other, or she would call him out on yeah, her bullshit. Yeah. They're tight. Yeah. They're relatively yeah. tight. I would say that uh, Darius was tight with everybody, with the exception of Hollywood. We know they wasn't fucking with each other. Probably, yeah. At all. Yeah. Uh, even Eddie and Eddie and Wood wasn't like that. Eddie and Hollywood were not. They were like, eh, eh. So this was a very interesting group of yeah that was friends, but they not don't friends. feel like yeah they don't feel like the best man friend group. No, no, no. They don't no, feel like that. I no, get where you go. Yeah. No, not at all. Like it was almost friends of I don't know. I want to say convenience or friends of. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. We well we don't know their history. We don't know how they all became friends, right? So. Right. Right, but it was interesting yeah. because I don't, like I'm like yo. I think we're just, they were just friends, friends. So yeah, they it was, you know it was almost like, like they tolerated. It was like the way it was almost like they just half of them just tolerated each other. Totally, yeah. Like just just because it was very like I said, it was a very interesting dynamic. I so me personally, I don't know how you feel about this. Uh-huh. I do think that you there does come a number for a group, and if it gets past that number, I think you start you you you're going into kind of dangerous territory. Like I, I think uh-huh. I really think five is about five is about it, and I, that that might be a stretch. But five is you can't you. I don't think you can go more more than five for a group. To click and hang with each other like that, I don't. Well, again, you talk about young groups, depending on their age, because you know y'all came from from the clickish of clickish groups. We did your temple crew, okay. No, so, so I can give you some background. We had to, the group got the group had to get smaller too at times. It was bigger than that. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was bigger than absolutely. that. Absolutely, absolutely. It was bigger than that. So, I. I think that if the group you if you're talking about a group of like six or seven, it's like, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, nah, that's too much. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Even Which is you... why you end up with conflict. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like this like to me, I'm thinking about like how did like I would want to know, like, how did Hollywood get into the group? Because to me, he 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 clearly was the odd I man. He ended up being the odd man out, of course. He ended up being out. But I could see, see if I take Hollywood out the mix, then the, 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 that core four, I could see that core four. I could see Eddie, I could mm-hmm. see Savon, Eddie, Schiller, and uh, Savon, Eddie, Schiller, and Darius. I could see, that's a core four. I could see that. Uh-huh. But Hollywood, clearly, the only one Hollywood was messing with like that was Schiller. If we be if we keep if we based on what I saw in the movie. Uh-huh. That was it. Yeah. That's why I go back uh-huh. to that to that that's why I go back to that scene at Schiller's house when everybody just jumped down his throat. Even even before uh-huh. even before they knew he left her on the street. Even uh-huh. before that, they jumped on his throat saying like why did you bring her here and so on and so on. I'm like, whoa, did, right. you don't see the other right. side of this? Right, exactly. Yeah, like that wouldn't immediately like to me the first year was over at, at that point it was done, so that's totally. what, I had to I like you had to I really had to like rethink this how real just how solid this friendship was. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I said I don't think the movie gave us a background. You know what I mean? Like to to the levels of friendship that they were. So yeah, I mean, it, it kind of did a little bit because with Savon and uh, Savon and Darius, you got a sense that they had known each other for a while because he says Savon has seen it was seen when they were talking about the book. He's like, you know, he's like talking about the when he created the book. He says, you know, this is a long time coming. I know how hard you didn't work, so, some to that extent. Right. So there definitely was a, a background and a connection from with those two. Um, then he sits on the. Darius sitting on the beach with Eddie, drinking uh-huh. and talking about their ex girlfriend. So that you know, if you if you're doing something like that, that's a connection uh, f- with him from that standpoint. Um, yeah. Of course, you know, Shilla Shilla was cool with everybody. Shilla was like the, Shilla, Shilla was the glue. Uh, Shilla was the glue. Why she though? Shilla was like the random chick that be like, see, this is what I'm saying. Like Shilla was like the random chick in the guy group. Yes. Down. The outside women be like, "Girl, why are you here?" <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. But but Sheila was the one that kept everybody would call people on their I mean, shit. Yeah, because she would call people out. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so she, but um, yeah. No, very interesting dynamic with that friendship. I was like, they were like friends in pockets. And yeah. That could be. That could be dicey. That could be yeah. Nice. <laughs> that could, yeah. When everybody's not on the, when everybody's not cool, that's like, eh, ooh, this is going yeah. left. Didn't go left real quick. All yep. right. We have a couple segments. Uh, questions for Tiffany. <laughs> that be me. <laughs> that be you. Has this movie aged well? Totally. And it's aging well because, like you said, like as you get older, you watch it in a different lens. Um, totally, it's still like a, a classic staple for your Valentine's Day and all of that. But it's still like just 
a, a good movie. You know what I mean? Like the music is good. Seeing the black people on the screen is good. You know, um, the vibe of the movie, the tone of the movie is good. You know, it, yeah, totally. And even more, and I agree with you 100. It's, it's definitely aged well. I'm, I'm very. I'm. I hadn't seen this movie in at least, man. I want to say 15 years. It might. I can't remember the last time I saw this movie. It's not on cable yeah. a lot. It's not. Well, it's been on cable a lot lately, but yeah. Oh, it has. So it's been like I know I got I saw yeah. it on Showtime. Yeah. Right. Saw, That's what I'm saying. Like I just randomly saw it a couple weeks ago. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I hadn't seen it in a long time. I had like I had not seen it, you know, in a minute. Um, yeah, no, it's aged, it's aged, it's aged extremely well because, um, you, I mean, some of the stuff that went on in the movie are still goes on, of course, today in the relationship in relationships. So yeah. I, I think it's not like that that part, and then the friendships and the dynamic of those friendships. Like I like I. I've seen these groups. <laughs> I've yeah. seen, you know, I've seen these type of groups, and we've heard heard stories about these groups going going left at, at times. Um, yeah. So, uh, and and just like to your point about seeing us as African Americans, Black people on, you know, he's a writer, she's a photographer, Savon was a professor. You know, what I'm saying they, right. the poetry, the music. Uh, takes you back to your time even you know they i mean he's doing he, he was on a typewriter he was using right. a typewriter i was like i never i hadn't seen a typewriter used in the movie i can't remember the last time i seen a movie where 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 a typewriter was being used um and again it's, it's it's very nostalgic like you remember what that time was like um and we spoke earlier in the podcast it really like I said, this really uh, was a game changer for romantic comedies, especially black romantic comedies moving forward uh, uh-huh, from that standpoint. Uh-huh. So, yes, uh-huh. definitely has aged well. Um, are Darius and Nina still together today? So, <sighs> that's a good one. Let's, let's, let's set this up from the standpoint of where they were at when we left off. They, he is about to blow up as a writer. The book looked like he looks like to me that he's going to. I always say, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks to me like he's going to be a very successful writer. The book published. She's doing her thing in New York, so she's clear. She's ahead of him per se, because uh-huh. uh, she's in New York with Bob doing stuff in Vibe Magazine. Um, they had a history of being on and off per se. It was going to uh-huh. be a challenge. Uh-huh. What are your so What are your thoughts? Um, I think. Uh, what are we? Twenty five years later. Twenty five years later. Twenty five <laughs> years still later. Together. Twenty five years later. I don't know. I mean, I want to say yes. I want to say yes, but it all depends. Like again, it depends on. I feel like they both entered a new phase of life, so I feel like they learned so much from what happened in that prior phase. Um. I can say that they might be okay. I I can't say. I can't say. I can say that they might be okay. Yeah. I don't know. I I say a hard no. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Tell you why. I didn't want to say no, but (laughs) it's it's a hard no for me. They are too 
ambitious for the relationship to work. I think he's going to be a big time writer. I think this book is going to take him to another level. She's already working for vibe. She's working for vibe. Exactly. That's my point. She's working for vibe. So she's already there, per se. And we're talking New York and Chicago. We're not talking about Chicago and St. Louis here. Or Chicago and Indiana. We're talking about New York and sure. Chicago. Sure. Is, yeah, I, I definitely I, think that both their professions and the setting and everything can easily eat them up. Yeah. I say, totally. um, I'm like, who is going to concede and give up, <laughs> sacrifice their career at that point in their life? And I say, neither one of them. Uh, right. I, I just don't see it. Like I don't. Someone would have to. Someone would have to be like, "Yo, you do your thing, and I'll figure it out, and I'll sacrifice part of." But I think that's how it ended. That's how it ended. They were just like, "We'll figure it out." Yeah, I, I, I'm saying that I don't think they're gonna figure it out. Yeah. Okay, that's honest. I don't think they're gonna figure it out. I think they go three or four. I think they go three or four years with the on and off thing again. I think they keep breaking up, making up. I think that. They go through that cycle for a minute, and then they just say, "You know what? We're better off." You know, we. I'm listen. We've seen this situation over the course of our lives. Two people, two people can love each other and not be good for each other. So then, me, I have here's the question. Ultimately, right. here's the question to me, to you, for, to me, uh, for me, for you. Are they? Are they better? Are they good together? Are they better together? No, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I have questions. Did they have kids? Mm. Uh, are they still living uh, in New York? Ooh. Where are they in their careers? I don't know. Because the thing is, you can see how both of them kind of crumble when they're not in a good space. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And you just made but that's me. good. No, it's a, it's a great hypothetical. Uh, it's a, I mean, it's, it's clearly hypothetical. It's a question. I got a question. Yeah, that's all. Here's the thing too, as well that that makes me think that it wouldn't work out. They don't handle adversity within a relationship very well. Yeah, like, I didn't, like they, <laughs> like they don't, they don't like something comes up and it's like it's like you know the sky is falling when there's some adversity in their relationship based on based on what we saw throughout the course of the, you know the hour and fifty minutes of the movie per se. Mm-hmm. So no, I ultimately think it doesn't work out. I think they do. I, now again, I don't think it, it would end bad. Like they hate each other. I think it would be a mutual thing. Like, look, you know, I want you to be successful, do your thing. We'll be successful, uh-huh. do our do. I'm be successful, do my thing, and we just have a friendship. You know that uh, possibly. Yeah, I, I think they would. I think they would be friends. That. I think they. I, I think they I would be mature to mature into a friendship. Um, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, even if you compare, okay, let's go, let's go, Darius and Nina, and then we're gonna put uh, another movie against, you know, around that time that came out, another couple. So, Darius and Nina to say, um, was loving basketball. Uh, remember their names? I can't remember their names, yeah, but the that couple, name. right? But Quincy so and uh, you- uh, Quincy and I forgot the uh, Celine Lathan's yeah. name. Yeah, but are they together? You get what I'm saying. So, like, I I think also again that tone of that movie, um, very artsy. Like, Love Jones is very artsy, very like underground. You know what I mean? Monica, 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 Monica. Yeah. 
So like Quincy and Monica are still together. Yes. They're still together. For sure. They have right? a kid. Yeah. Well, but no, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the difference though. He so he hurt his knee. He was like he hurt his knee and he sacrificed his basketball career from a standpoint so she could play professional basketball and he could be basically a girl dad and raise the kid. Not by herself by herself, but he did they had to be a sacrifice for that. So he wasn't gonna make it to the NBA. And he got hurt. That's what the name what if Quincy if Quincy doesn't get hurt, I don't know. But once he got hurt, he wasn't gonna be in the NBA. So it was like that was an easy I was like, all right, I'll I'll this basketball thing will put it aside. I'll be a family man. You do your thing. I'm gonna push for you to be in the WNBA. Yeah. But the, yeah. I, I, I would love to see what what would have happened from we use for that hypothetical if Quincy doesn't hurt his knee and he has NBA and he has NBA prospects per se. Matter of fact, he was in the NBA. Yeah. He got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. No, he got hurt, and that was it. Basically, that like that. That made that you know decision easier for him just to be like, all right, we're gonna have a baby, uh, and you doing your thing, so you're like, you know, you do your thing, um, play professional basketball, what have you. I'm, I'm gonna help, you know, I'm be like I said, be a girl dad, Mister Mom, per se. Yeah. Um. So, uh-huh. yeah, I think they had they, somebody would have to just sacrifice. Um. Yeah. Like basically take one for the family, uh, for the relationship, and I don't see. At this point, where they left off to the movie, I don't see either one of these characters taking one because they were just they were just going like the iron was too hot for the both of them. Like she's doing five, he just published a book. This was his first, I think this was his first book. Uh-huh. Um, and I, yeah, you have to be a very, very selfless person to sacrifice your career and your life's work, in essence. Yeah, uh, for a relationship that is tenuous at best, considering the circumstances of being, you know, you know, what seven hundred miles away from each other. Yeah, so it's like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. sacrifice this, and we are not going to see each other. Basically, I don't, I don't know how often we're even going to see each other. So, you know, yeah, yeah, it's been a lot. It's a lot. It's been a lot. It is a lot. It's been a lot. <laughs> odds would have been stacked against them uh moving uh moving forward. All right. The M- the movie MVP. <laughs> off one of our favorite uh, categories. Movie MVP. I was a huge Darius fan. Okay. When this movie came out. Yeah. No. I was a huge Darius fan. Yeah. I mean, that was a slight crush on Lorenz Tate, but, you know, like, um, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, only because I like, I loved his acting in this movie, so, yeah. No, the acting was, I was fine with the acting, um, both, both of them. I, I actually think she, I actually thought she was better, to be honest with you. I thought Nina Long was better in this movie than I. Than yes, like, totally. I mean, I, both of them were I, great. I just her, yeah. her, just because I, I actually think she more. I think she morphed into becoming him. Yeah, that's why I think they broke up because she ended up. She basically yeah. became him. She started acting like him. Yeah, it was like, hold on, I got like we were at the beginning. We were polar opposites. Like, look at her body language in the beginning of the movie versus. When they broke up before before they broke up, 
is completely yeah. different. Completely. Her, yeah. Her facial expressions, her just how she sat and how just like she no, I I, I thought she no, I'm not. I'm not even. She's not even my MVP. But I thought she actually was better than him in this movie. But it's not not by not by much. But both, listen, yeah. we, we, like both the cast was perfect. It was perfectly cast. Uh, casting a casting little casting trivia. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was originally scheduled to play. No uh, way, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nope. I would. I, I would have let. No. No. It wouldn't work for me. I just could. I no. No, like first of all, like in all due respect to J. Pinkett Smith, Neil Long is a far superior actor. <laughs> J. Pinkett Smith, just mm. superior. Oh, totally. It's not even close. Totally. Not even close. Yeah, no. And not even. even now, the reason why I mean, the reason why that she was not, of course, at that time, you know, J. Pinkett Smith was was white hot. Like this was yeah. this is like that era where she, you know, she's in all these movies and she's clearly the bigger a bigger star. It's not even close. Uh, from that standpoint, so that's one of those things that the the studios got lucky because I I don't think it's I don't think it's the same movie. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. Nah. I, I couldn't. I just I, I don't think it's the same movie. I just don't. I'm trying to picture her with Lorenz Tay is like no, not at all. Nah, not at all. Nah, that time in her nah. career. I mean, she mind you, now, this nah. is when she was making like woo. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like no, yeah, I don't she, think I've ever even seen her. Make a movie like you know this. No, no, nah. yeah. I couldn't. I, they got they got lucky with that one. I, she couldn't do it <laughs> or something like that. No, nah, they sometimes listen. Sometimes you luck into a movie with with with, with the casting because there's been some yeah. casting snafus that have been like, oh, if this were this person yeah. would get. But no, like we said earlier, they were these two were perfect for these particular roles. They like these two at the times in their careers, um, being as young as they were. Like I don't, I wouldn't even want it. I wouldn't have wanted any other actors. I couldn't think of any other actors. Uh who else could have played Nina? What about Regina King? No, no, no. no. See, Regina's always presented too uh, old, too much older. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and she's like, well, how old is Regina King? Got to be close to what? She's in her fifties now. Yeah, yeah, just even not even about the age, it's like it's about the just the, she whole, always the presence, that way. yeah, the presence, yeah. the on the screen yeah. presence. Uh, yeah, nah, I can't think. I, I mean, I, no, I'm trying to think. Black actresses now, nah, I mean, maybe Sanaa Lathan could afford. Snack probably could afford this all. Sanaa Lathan probably. Sanaa, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Sanaa could have. This could have been. Yeah, Sanaa could have done this. Oh. And I wouldn't have been upset but neil neil law was the perfect one for this it's not even close it's yeah, like this for sure she was, she was born she was born born to play this role they they both were perfect for the role my movie mvp though was the soundtrack absolutely so, oh yeah i ain't know that was in the running I yes that too. yeah <laughs> the, the soundtrack is the the soundtrack to me was the mvp it's from start so to finish sweet. um it i i love the, the the various transitions of the movie the soundtrack well, it was right on point, right on time with with it. Um, the montages were great. You know, they had there's a montage where they fall back in love. They're running through the grass. Um, mm-hmm. Who was I think who it was? I, it was either Tina Bussard or Cassandra Wilson. Remember? Uh, uh, no, no, no. I have to look up. I have to look it up now. Um, but the soundtrack was like. 
just ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I would recommend, recommend anybody just, I mean, just great music throughout um, throughout the whole, uh, you moved me, Cassandra Wilson, that's what it was, you moved me. Oh, yeah, um, we love Cassandra Wilson. Yeah, yeah, just a, just, I mean, it, I mean, like I said, you're talking about, like I said, Dion Ferris, it was so many, so many uh, yeah. just great acts on here, uh, variety, um, from all, up and down, all across the board, the jazz, the spoken, the jazz, the, the neo soul, uh, little also R and B of course. Um, so just yeah. you know, the sound is one of the best soundtracks of all time to me. It's not even close. I can make it. I I can't think of a better sound movie soundtrack in my uh, in all my time to be honest with you. Um, so I had the yeah. soundtrack as the MVP of the movie. Finally, winners and losers of the movie. <laughs> Oh. Start with the Nobody's winners. ever a fan of. Oh, okay. Winners. Darius and Nina. I gotta go with that. Darius and Nina are definitely winners. Um, the culture. The culture won. The culture. I'm glad she was gonna go there. The culture. <laughs> we got a dope soundtrack, and we got black characters who were nuanced. And like I said, during the, during this particular time, it wasn't about wasn't violence or oppression. <laughs> like yeah. We, got, we had yeah. non violent yeah. and non It was good stuff. Yeah, man. It was it was light. <laughs> yes. It was just about love. The story was the story, you know? Falling in and out. Love one. Love one. Love one. That's, love that's was a winner. Love, love was a winner. Was a winner. <laughs> losers. Yep. I gotta say losers. I gotta say Hollywood. Hollywood's a big loser yeah. in this movie. Yo. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Hollywood was a big loser in this movie. Uh, the hated <laughs> the, the friend. Um, yeah. You did you leave a woman out in the middle of the night. Uh, you mess with your girls, uh, with your man's ex girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, not a lot. Yeah, not a lot to say good about Hollywood in this movie. No, outside yeah. Bill Bellamy's performance, he was great. Totally, totally. Yeah, great performance. Bill Bellamy was a winner. <laughs> Hollywood loser, Bill Bellamy winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Josie, I agree. Got for Josie in the loser category. Not, not really? The, yeah, yeah. Josie gave some bad advice. She gave some yeah. bad. The going to see Marvel is bad. Uh, I mean, every friend has that moment, though. Yeah, but that could that one could have been the relationship could have been. But how, she, but she also wasn't a hater though. Like no, no. Hater. No, 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 no. Really I'm, not wasn't a I'm not comparing it to Hollywood. Um, but I they they but she she gave her that bad advice. And then she gave her that but the one that the, the one that sealed it to me for Josie was that uh it was Marvin and then the second one was uh, who was the second one? Uh she gave two pieces of bad advice. I forgot the second piece of bad advice. <laughs> they were in the cab. The Marvin was big though, because that that led to like that led to the Hollywood no Hollywood Nina. That was a bad one, yeah. bad advice. That was horrible. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> that was worse than Marvin. <laughs> you advise your homegirl to mess with another dude in the crew? Nah. Well, yeah. Nah, yeah. that was yeah. Sorry, Josie. Yeah. He almost redeemed herself at the end with the phone call, but but he didn't make the train, so it's like eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Call too late. You make the train. Should have called yep. a, a day a day earlier. Ah, yeah. 
exactly. She threw him a bone there. So yeah. Uh, Theodore Witcher is a winner and a loser. I had to say, <laughs> you made the film, but afterwards, oh like, yeah, that's messed up. That's like, I get oh. that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. I I should you know what I'm not. I'm not gonna put him in the loser category because I it, I can't blame him for it. Sometimes you know Hollywood. It it just how it's just how it is for some for us sometimes. It's just how, like I can't. Like he that's his if that's his one hit then he can he can live off that forever as far as notoriety as far as what like there always be they, we, people always talk about this movie but that is a rough career afterwards man that's rough yeah yeah. Like totally. you, don't, you don't get another. You ain't make nothing out. You, yeah, yeah. No, that's rough. I mean, yeah. But that's you know that's the game. Uh, it's the game. Who else? I want to say what, what winners and losers. Um, cinematography winner. Totally. The, shot, the shots were incredible in this movie. Totally. Especially the black and white shots. Remember the beginning we we talked about. Um, just I mean, just incredible, just how you know the, the faces, the close-ups. Um, yeah, the cinematography was was just it was ridiculous in this movie. I loved it. Uh, Neo Soul was a winner. Who? Neo, Neo Soul. Neo Soul movement. Totally. Jazz was a winner in this movie. Oh uh, man, uh, Chicago Seven. I absolutely love that scene. That scene when they went stepping, dancing. Oh yes! Oh yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that was that was so, it. That was it. That was it. Dancer, but, oh, yeah, no. uh, yeah. that's a classic, classic Chicago style of dance. Yeah, yeah, nah, that, that was that, scene was it. Yeah, that was the, no. The Chicago stepping was uh no, that was a great scene. No, that was a great scene. That was then. That was then she chastised him saying that that was that was our real our first real date because they on their first date they went to the wild hair. Uh, he took it to the wild hair, and they, uh, you know, nothing wrong with those, nothing wrong with uh, reggae music, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, Chicago Stepping was the class, like that was a more of a classy, uh, classic, classy date. But that's why, to your point earlier, these characters, even though they were in their twenties, they they presented as like they did present as like 30, 30 year olds dating. You didn't, you got mm-hmm. that sense right? You said what? I said even though that the actual characters, the actual actors were in their twenties, like he's twenty seven, he's twenty two, she's twenty seven in real in real life at at, the, at this particular time. Correct. Uh, the characters presented like they were in their say early thirties. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It was very mature. Very mature. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago's That's what made there. the movie so sophisticated to me. So yeah. So we both. Love this movie. Um, I like I said, it is one of the best rom coms. Um, I mean, listen, forgive me. We obviously, I, I make a mistake by saying black rom coms. This is one of the best rom coms ever. Like, let's yeah, let's, let's keep it a buck. Definitely one of the <laughs> best in the last 25 to 30 years. And they don't, frankly, make rom coms like this anymore, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's either you know. Marvel or you know <laughs> or just extreme or violence some type of still violence and uh, or violence or somehow yeah um so this kind of got this movie a movie like this could get can get lost um yeah in the mix but um 
but I'm glad that you know I'm glad that 25 years later that, that we were able to recognize this movie. Um, now we talked about this earlier. I, we might have talked about this before we got on. Uh, Boomerang versus Love Jones, the movie, not soundtrack. We know it's not even close. Totally. Soundtrack is not even close. It's this Love Jones soundtrack is far superior. And I love Boomerangs, but it's not even close from that standpoint. But as far as the movie, Boomerang versus Love Jones. The movie Boomerang versus Love Jones. Yes. Uh, it's tricky because it's a little uh, Boomerang. Uh, I gotta go Boomerang. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, the ultimate, the ultimate tipping, the, the thing that tips, tips the scale, of course, is Eddie Murphy. I mean, that's, you know, it's Eddie. It's Eddie, you know. Well, that's the other thing is like you also got to think about the mood that you're in when you watch these movies. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Very cl- closer than you one might think, though. Yeah. A lot closer than one might think. I think a lot of people oh. all back you would say Boomerang, but I, I would have to, I, I still have to think about it a little bit. Like it's not, it's not like clear cut. Um, like you said, you're thinking about the mood that you're in. Boomerang is a different type of vibe. Uh, mm-hmm. This is definitely more of a date movie, without question. Yeah, you know definitely, right. Boomerang, you can watch with anybody. I mean, Boomerang is more versatile. You can watch with friends, date, or what have you. What have you? So, Boomerang is like a you can watch anytime, anywhere. Like, I don't, yeah. think, uh, I don't think it has to be a specific vibe for Boomerang. No, no, not at all. Well, that is going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks again to one Tiffany Queen Quinn. She, I could not, definitely, could not have done this without you. Wouldn't have done it without you. Um, Thank you, Kelly. You um, proved, you know, why you were the rookie of the year. You know, okay, why you rookie, rookie of the year. year. Still holding strong. New year, new year beginning. <laughs> beginning. And, Back again. And we will look forward to our next podcast. I don't know when that will be, but whenever it happens, <laughs> we'll look forward to it. <laughs> All right. Thanks to everybody uh, for listening. Um, well, we nobody's heard it yet. You will eventually. You will hear that. I will have this podcast up during this uh, on this weekend, so you will be able to check it out. Um, and as we look back again at Love Jones, twenty five years later. That is going to wrap it up. Have a great, great rest of your weekend. Happy Veterans Day. So long.